All right, all right. Welcome to the Doc Washburn Show. We're so thankful that you joined us this evening and uh, just so thankful uh, to have you as our listeners and also to our guests. We're just so thankful that you're here today. Thankful for our advertisers as well, Red River Your Way, Justice Minton Law Firm, MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, Jonathan Presswood, Edwards Jones Investments, and TurnMyPowerOn.com the Upper Cervical Center. Uh, just so thankful uh, for all of you guys. Thankful for everybody that's joined us here today, uh, this evening. we got a lot, a great show for you. Doc's going to be out uh, for the next couple of days. Should be back. I uh, feel like he'll probably be back uh, in the saddle on Monday. Uh, again, he's just trying to uh, balance all the campaigning. For some of you that may not know, he is uh, campaigning for the governor of Arkansas, uh, against Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Uh, for some of you that may not know, uh, this is a very different type of talk show. This is the talk show, uh, Doc Washburn was actually fired from, from, uh, a cumulus radio station for refusing to get the vaccination. Uh, and then, uh, with uh, a few, uh, business partners, we got together and put together this podcast. And then with you great listeners and then with this, wonderful lineup of advertisers we were able to pull it off and then uh in the midst of um sarah huckabee sanders announcing uh that she was going to run for governor and tim uh, griffin and leslie rutledge uh backing out of the races because of her 13 million dollars and then her subsequent uh sarah huckabee sanders that is her subsequent um endorsement of french hill uh, who is a known, uh, Donald Trump hater and John Bozeman, a very, uh, establishment and very opposed to President Trump as well. In fact, just recently caught on, uh, video saying that, uh, you know, Trump was dreaming, uh, whatever, uh, about the election being stolen. So then, uh, Doc Washburn starts getting calls saying, Hey man, would you run? He goes, no way. I don't, I don't do that. And uh, and just uh, people put the money together. Uh, and so here we are. So we're trying to help him out. And so thank you for helping me help him. And uh, I am uh, stepping in uh, while he is out. Uh, and uh, he's going to try to do the show every day that he can. Just kind of got overwhelmed the last few days. We had an extra heavy schedule uh, this uh, the end of this week and this weekend. And so I feel like he'll be right back uh, on track come Monday. Uh, and so uh, looking forward to that. I know you are as well. I'll be doing another podcast uh, tomorrow, and that should get us caught up. We should have 135 episodes, uh, and that will get us caught up. And so Doc can start back with you on Monday. Right now, I want to talk to you about what's going on in the news. And, uh, man, there's a lot happening. Uh, one of those, I think, is uh, the what I would call the uh, persecution of Margie, uh, Taylor Green. And, uh, that is, uh, the, the, and, and I believe if this were Lindsey Graham, I believe if this were, uh, uh Marco Rubio, I believe if this uh, were, uh, any of the establishment, uh, people, if it was John Bozeman or French Hill, uh, the Republican party would be turning themselves wrong side outward to try to defend them, uh, as is, uh, per normal. Uh, for the Republican Party, uh, if it's somebody that actually uh, reflects the voters and someone who actually fights for the voters, 
then they are left to twist in the wind. And then those people that uh, are sure to uh, side with the Democrats on a regular basis and uh, find the middle of the road where the armadillos and the yellow lines are, uh, of course, they will, you know, they'll uh, go over uh, mountains and underseas to do everything they can. That is just the GOP way. Uh, someone said this, and I think it's so true, the GOP uh, is uh, the one of the few uh, operations that we know of that uh, has the ability to s- snatch uh, victory uh, out of the jaws of defeat. And uh, and so they are uh, very apt at uh, learning how not to fight. They want to uh, debate when somebody else has a Coke bottle or a switchblade or a razor blade uh, and they're wanting to uh, have a debate and to play checkers. Uh, that is your GOP. And so, uh, I, and I experienced that when I was in the state house, uh, here, uh, when there was a fight, they would fold like, you know, a cheap shirt and a uh, cheap tent and, uh, and, and w- wouldn't fight. Uh, and so we see that. We see that on a national level. We see it on a, on a, uh, a state level. You see it in your state just like we see it in our state. Uh, and we have a, a very, uh, small minority of elected Republicans who will fight, uh, actually fight for the people. One of those uh, is uh, Governor De- Ron DeSantis in Florida. And what a wonderful job. Uh, the bill to end Disney's autonomy and rejection of the woke garbage in our society. What a wonderful, wonderful um, job he is doing. Uh, and as I uh, uh, opined last night, uh, as much as I just absolutely love Ron DeSantis, uh, my loyalties for president is with President Trump, uh, just because one, he had an election stolen from him. So I believe he's got one coming. Number two is, um, Governor DeSantis's wife and uh, the concern there with, uh, her getting, uh, her full health. And we're certainly praying for her, uh, and, and how that may would affect him. And so, uh, uh but, but what I want to talk about here for a little bit is, uh, the Marjorie uh, Taylor Greene uh, situation. For some of you that may or may not know, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a uh, Republican congresswoman from uh, Georgia, and uh, she is uh, they, they're I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken uh, here, uh, that uh, there's a lawsuit. I know there's a lawsuit attempting to disqualify her from running for re-election. Uh, and I just don't see this happening, not unless they ju- judge shop and they just finally find, uh, someone that would uh, do that. Because typically, uh, at least fair-minded judges, whether they're fewer, fewer every day, uh, wants to get involved in an election. And this is clear, uh, clearly, uh, people wanting to undermine, uh, they know she's going to be reelected. And so they want to use the, uh, they want to weaponize the judiciary judiciary to take care of her. So that's uh, that's basically what this is is all about. And so, um, you know, uh, the, the, you know, here's the funny thing is uh, they're taking uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, to court uh, for disqualification uh, when uh, you have uh, AOC uh, who in the in the I think actually before she even took office, uh, went into Nancy Pelosi's office, uh, had a sit in, 
she was actually elected, but I don't think she had actually taken office. And or maybe she was there for orientation. And she goes into Nancy Pelosi's office, joins the city. And did anything happen to her? Absolutely not. Uh, was she fined uh, like uh, 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 Gosar? Uh, definitely not. Certainly wasn't uh, taken to trial to try to disqualify her. Disqualify her as a candidate. Uh, but uh, therein lies the uh, duplicity of the judicial system. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it's just, it's really, really pretty uh, pathetic. Uh, and, and the most pathetic part, I mean, we expect this from Democrats, right? I mean, they're going to do everything in their power uh, that they can to try to uh, win by hook or crook. We, we know that. Uh, but, uh, so, so, you know, I expect that. But what I don't expect, or, or actually I do now, uh, is the GOP to sit there either with their thumbs, uh, in their ears, um, or, uh, to actually be behind the scenes, and which is probably more likely they're actually behind the scenes funding this effort because they want to get a, you know, milk toast, uh, don't believe fat meets greasy, uh, type a Republican, and I'm using air quotes there, uh, in her place. They just can't stand it. They can't stand it when someone actually stands up for the voters. They can't stand it when someone stands up and speaks truth to power. Uh, you know, they're all about going along to get along. Uh, and, and, and so, uh, so Marjorie Taylor Greene certainly does not fit, uh, that, um, uh, that blueprint. Uh, there's a couple, let me see here if I can, um, uh, see this. There's a, there's a couple of, uh, articles, uh, talking about her, uh, about the trial. And it's really, it's really a show trial, to, to, to be quite honest. It's a, it's totally a distraction. Uh, and I don't know what to make of this because you've got, um, uh, you know, you've got David, Axel, David Axelrod and then you've got Jeffrey Tubin. Uh, coming on and saying, you know, she's certainly not going to be convicted or disqualified and she's just going to raise more money. And so, you know, uh, I, I can't help it, but when liberals are saying something's going to happen, I, I, and the media is saying something's going to happen, I usually look for the opposite. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised what happens here. Uh, and, and here's the thing is that, um, you know, at some point, I talked about it last night, how incredibly patient and long-suffering and diplomatic true conservatives are because we have been dumped on, we have been we have been um, betrayed, we have been uh, lied and cheated on, uh, we have had elections stolen from us, uh, and not just from Democrats. Uh, we, we saw with President Trump, you know, Mike Pence was behind this thing. Uh, Mark Short, Mike Pence's chief of staff, was behind this thing. You may or may not know, but Mark Short became so bad and Trump was on to him so, uh, so much so that he, he literally pulled the guy's credentials and locked him out of the White House. There are reports that he was literally on the White House lawn. Uh, trying to get in, he could, uh, or uh, yeah, in the White House uh, complex, could not get in the offices uh, because that's how deplorable and pathetic. Uh, and uh, n- not to mention, you know, that's the people that Sarah Huckabee Sanders is running around with and raising money with. And so, uh, for Republican voters in the state of Arkansas, 
Uh, one, she's going to all these other states and raising money. Two, uh, she's raising far more money than she ever needs to be a go, uh, to be a governor. And so uh, the question comes back, is she uh, not uh, maybe trying to impress Mike Pence uh, going to Indiana, raising money with him, raising 13 million plus dollars, going to Palm Beach, raising money, $5,000 plate uh, dinners for 15 minutes of speaking, presidential type campaign stuff. Is she doing that to impress Mike Pence so she can hopefully be elected here? Uh, be governor for a couple of years and then start running for president. But I'm telling you, uh, Doc Washburn is upsetting that uh, narrative. She is actually uh, having to work. She's actually having to campaign. Uh, and I'm telling you, uh, if if we keep this pressure up and we keep uh, turning the tide, uh, we're going to defeat her and it'll go down as one of the top uh, two or three election upsets uh, in electoral history, and and I can't wait for that moment. Um, there was a, uh, and, and I'll talk about it tomorrow on the podcast, but the Cato Institute put out, this is back in 2011 or 2014, uh, put out the, the most liberal Republican as far as a governor was Mike Huckabee, and uh, and, and honestly, from uh, the, the lack of response, uh, whether it be mask mandates, whether it be whatever, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is, just has no response to anything. She's actually uh, conducting a Joe Biden uh, basement strategy of campaigning where she doesn't go to anything. Uh, had a debate, a uh, televised debate yesterday. Uh, Doc was there with all the um, Democrats. And with the independent, of course, no Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Uh, one uh, uh, journalist told us that he had asked, uh, requested over 20 times for a, um, a request to interview her. Uh, you know, did hasn't happened. Uh, one, uh, probably the most prominent uh, writer for the Democrat Gazette. Uh, told me that they had contacted her, contacted her multiple, multiple times for a feature story on the Republican uh, candidates for governor. And uh, she still hasn't. That's due to go out, I believe, on May the 8th. She still hasn't um, sat down with them. She told them that they could get on her bus and ride around with her and they could talk. Uh, in other words, she she doesn't want to sit down. She doesn't want to answer questions. Um and so, uh, but that's what you get with the, uh, with the establishment. That's exactly what you get. That's what we've been getting. And that's why I often say that, uh, people, uh, people that are true conservatives are, are the most patient, long suffering people in the world, uh, because, uh, we have put up with this, put up with this and put up with this, uh, and, and, and we see this with Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is exactly what this is. This is, uh, and, and, and the Republicans will sit back and, and say, Oh, you know, we, we, we can't get involved. But I promise you, if it were one of their favorite sons, uh, or daughters, if it was Murkowski, if it was, uh, you know, someone, uh, that's, uh, that's true, that's true to the middle of the road, uh, soft as, uh, Charmin, uh, mindset. I mean, they'd be all over that. They don't like the Sarah Palin's. They don't like the Marjorie Taylor Greens. They don't like the Doc Washburn's. Uh, that's just not what they want. They, they want to go along to get along. Uh, uh, no doubt 
about that. So, uh, so we'll keep an eye on this Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, story. Uh, I was going to look here and see if I could see anything on uh, the Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, story that is just a little less uh, slanted. Um, and uh, I, I'll, I'll look here and see. I, I had a couple of things there uh, that I was going to pull up, but the more I looked at them, I was just like, nah, I'm not, I'm not giving any more credence to those um, at all. So I'll look over on Gab. I'll look at some places that where, uh, you know, you actually can get uh, truth. Uh, and uh, by the way, I love Gab. I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly uh, enjoy it. So uh, let, let's see what we can find over there. Uh, oh, while we're looking over here, of course, Biden gives 1.3 million, I'm sorry, billion uh, more to Ukraine. Uh, he's trying to get his money back. Um, <laughs> Newsmax host Greg Kelly, Kevin McCarthy is a swamp snake. Uh, and so, uh, in a moment of crisis, he wet his pants. <laughs> oh man, uh, you can't, you can't make this stuff up. But, uh, anyway, I'll, I'll keep looking if I see anything else on Marjorie Taylor Greene. Most of it is the, you know, is the regurgitation of CNN and those. Oh, speaking of CNN, uh, was it 24 days uh, CNN Plus lasted? I, I mean, how often does this have to happen before these, uh, you know, these places? I, I, I'm on Gab right now. I'm looking here. And then Gab is just constantly uh, growing and expanding. And CNN is constantly retracting. Uh, Chris Wallace lasted, what, uh, three or four months? I mean, it was embarrassing. Uh, who didn't see that coming? Um, and so... Uh, a lot of good stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, something fascinating that I found just absolutely riveting uh, is actually an article that uh, was sent to me uh, by Doc. And he said, hey, man, here's something that you might want to you might want to look at. And it was the article uh, about all of the food processing plants burning down. And uh, man, I thought that was just uh, one alarming uh, but uh, and then it's, it's coming at the same time uh, that uh, we, we have Joe Biden out there telling us how uh, the food uh, supply is going to be so interrupted. And then at the same time, we've had over 12 uh, food processing plants uh, burn uh, and things as as uh, crazy as. Uh, uh, a plane today hit a food processing processing plant. Uh, you know, what in the world is is going on here? Uh, and so. Uh, yeah, literally you had a plane crash today uh, into a food processing plant in Georgia. Uh, you had uh, the largest food processing plant uh, in California uh, burnt to the ground uh, the, the other day. And uh, or, or a few weeks back. And so uh, I just think it's uh, fascinating. I found this uh, I found this uh, Tucker Carlson uh, interview where he's actually interviewing a guy uh, about the uh, about this. So let, let's listen here real quick to uh, Joe Biden talk about regard to food shortage and it's going to be real. OK, watch this. 
With regard to food shortage, yes, we did. We, we, so talk about food shortages. And, uh, and it's going to be real. The, the price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. Okay, so, uh, of course they're blaming this, like they're blaming inflation on, uh, uh, Putin. Uh, check out this Tucker Carlson interview. It's not very long, but I, I, I thought there was some fascinating stuff here that you might want to, uh, pick up on. From the scene right now. This is the second time in a week, something like this. On April 14th, the plane crashed into the Gem State Processing in East Idaho. What's going on here? Well, the story gets weird. Food processing plants all over the country seem to be catching fire. A couple of days ago, a fire destroyed the headquarters of Azure Standard, one of the largest organic food distributors in the country. At the end of last month, a fire severely damaged a fresh onion packing facility in South Texas. In Oregon, a potato chip processing plant to support a boiler explosion that sent workers to the hospital. Here's a news report on that. Eastern Oregon, where crews are battling a major fire at a potato chip processing plant. Air 12 flew over the scene at Shearer's Foods on Highway 207 in Hermiston. We're told the fire was caused by an explosion of a portable boiler there. Two people were taken to the hospital. So industrial accidents happen, of course, but this is a lot of industrial accidents at food processing facilities at the same time the president's warning us about food shortages. They're getting hit by planes and catching fire. What is going on here exactly? Jason Rance hosts a radio show in Seattle and joins us to put it into perspective. Jason, good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, obviously, when something happens every so often, you obviously hope that there's no significant damage and certainly no one gets hurt. But you kind of write it off. It's not that big of a deal. Accidents happen. But when you've got well over a dozen food processing plants and warehouses getting destroyed or seriously damaged over just the last few weeks, at a time when the food supply is already vulnerable, it's obviously suspicious, and it could lead to serious food shortages. That's why some folks are now wondering, well, number one, what's going on? And you've got some people speculating that this might be an intentional way to disrupt the food supply. Wait, so may I ask you to pause there really quick? Can I just ask you, I just want to nail this down so our, our viewers understand. There have been confirmed over a dozen disabling accidents at food plants in the last month, over a dozen. Absolutely. And we're talking about some really significant plants. The Taylor Farms facility in Salinas, California, was completely destroyed by a fire last week. We've had two major potato processing plants in Belfast, Maine, and Warden, Washington, that were completely gutted. Which from the scene. And he goes on to say that, uh, that Salinas, California uh, plant was the largest one actually uh in california are on the west coast actually um and so uh look uh, i mean if if you have an ounce of uh you know an ounce of objectivity you got to know that listen if these people would still in an election if these people would you know, they've been caught over and over manufacturing crises. Uh, we've seen them. I mean, they, they are thugs. I mean, just, just the Democrats and, and, and I would even say some, uh, you know, some establishment, uh, and when I say establishment, not so much, uh, uh, GOP establishment are in on it, but I think they are so lackadaisical and anything like this, they look at it as, oh, some kind of conspiracy theory. But you had a dozen proce food processing plants and our warehouses burn. Uh, 
uh, planes fly into them uh, in in a in a month. Uh, that, that's unheard of. It's 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 ridiculous. Now here here's the thing that I really wish. I really wish we had uh, you know some type of law enforcement mechanism. I wish we had some type of really highly skilled um, uh, federal you know bureau of investigation type uh, organization that could dig into these you know but you know we had one of those but it's become so politicized and plus they're chasing grannies down and they're chasing guys from Arkansas that put their feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk so they don't really have time uh, to dig very deep into this food food processing plant uh, destroying uh, uh, thing that is happening, uh, this this epidemic of food processing processing plants being destroyed. The, the FBI just really doesn't have the time. They, they've got to track down everybody that put their feet on uh, Nancy Pelosi's desk. Uh, but but amazingly, I go back I was full circle to Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, and and what's happening to her right now in Georgia. They're trying to disqualify her because uh, they claim she was. <clears throat> somehow a part, excuse me, <clears throat> somehow a part of what happened on January the 6th, which it was the FBI. Uh, we all know that, just like the, the whole Michigan governor, governor uh, thing, Whitmer thing, and then now we find out Virginia the same thing, FBI, FBI, FBI. And so uh, it is It is simply amazing uh, that the FBI is not on this. How many times have we seen this? We've seen a terrorist shoot up a school. We've seen a terrorist shoot up a workplace. We've seen a terrorist shoot up a, a exhibition hall. Uh, the FBI was either, you know, had had them under surveillance or at one time, but had released them from surveillance. But no, you know what they're doing? They're tracking down uh some some guy with you know size 14s uh in in Arkansas that is putting his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk but again I go full circle to Marjorie Taylor Greene uh they're not tracking down uh AOC uh who sat in Nancy Pelosi's office and uh trespassed uh they're not tracking her so you you have this I'm going to tell you something when you have this uh, two-tier justice system. You know, the liberals love to talk about the two-tier justice system. They love to talk about the duplicity in the voting. But always remember, always remember, Democrats always uh, accuse of what they are doing. So when they talk about Republicans stealing elections, that means they are stealing elections while they holler about stolen elections. Uh, while they talk about... Uh, 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 crimes uh, of race or uh, hate crimes, uh, they actually are covering up for hate crimes that are happening, like the subway shooter uh, in New York. Here's a question for you uh, and for liberals, uh, because, see, I happen to be against hate crime legislation because I believe if you shoot somebody, uh, that is a person. It doesn't matter what color their skin is. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. If you harm another person, you need to pay the steepest penalty, uh, under the law and, uh, uh up to death, uh, if you take another person's life, uh, 100%. And so, 
Uh, I don't care what color your skin was. I don't care what color the person's skin was. I don't even care why you did it, uh, that you did it, that you harmed another person. Uh, unless there's some extenuating circumstances, you're defending yourself or something. But I'm talking about somebody that just attacks somebody for no reason. And so that's why I detest hate crime. Here's the other reason that I detest hate crime legislation is because if you look at hate crime, uh, stop and think about how many people, uh, minorities have ever been tried for a hate crime, even though uh, everybody they killed was Hispanic or everybody they killed uh, was was white. Uh, but but think about how many white people have been uh, tried for a hate crime because it's almost like hate crimes are designed uh, to add some extra uh, extra punishment upon white people. Now, I will say this. Uh, if you're white and you harm a black person, if you harm a Hispanic person, you harm an Asian person, uh, then you you need to feel the full weight of the law. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what color the person's skin was that you hurt. Uh, that it needs to be equal protection of the law. But uh, hate crimes uh, are not per- uh, prosecuted uh, when it is a minority that is perpetrating a crime on somebody of the majority uh, because that's, you know, that doesn't make liberals feel good. Uh, And so this two-tiered justice system uh, is just really, and I honestly think that it is designed to cause people to finally just snap and, and finally just say, I'm taking matters into my own hands. And then they can say, see there, see there. Uh, the government can start seizing uh, weapons. They can start, you know, they can. It basically is a, a prophecy fulfilled is, is what happens. And uh, and so I, I find people have an amazing restraint uh, because, uh, you know, when the election was stolen, uh, they didn't, you know, they didn't burn down cities like Black Lives Matter burned down. They didn't kill innocent people like Black Lives Matter killed innocent people. Uh, and so. And then you had you had uh, black people, you had Hispanic people uh, and white people all marching uh, against uh, 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 for election integrity. Uh, and so, uh, you know, this this freedom thing, this hunger for freedom, this hunger for fairness, uh, this hunger for uh, not being oppressed by governments. That's not a white thing. That's not a black thing. That's not a Hispanic thing. Somebody said, well, what is the message to blacks? What is the message to Hispanics? What is the message to, uh, 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 white people, uh, white Americans, Hispanic Americans, black Americans? Uh, it's the same message. It is equal opportunity. It is, uh, the, the, the ability to pursue, uh, life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That is, of what everybody, a safe neighborhood, a good school, uh, that is what everybody wants, regardless of their skin color. Uh, but uh, we see this two-tier justice system. Um, and so, you know, the FBI's out there, man, they're, they're looking under every rock for somebody that attended uh, January the 6th because it's connected to President Trump. But what about the 12-plus the food processing plants that have burned down? Uh, we're going to dig into this a little bit more here in just a moment. We're going to take just a moment, uh, go to our uh, sponsors and uh, and make sure that uh, you know about what they do. We're so thankful for them and uh, how they help us. And so Doc's going to tell you a little bit about our sponsors right now. 
If you try to buy a car recently, you realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website to put you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry, Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions and then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live, RedRiverYourWay.com. You will be glad you did. We talk a lot about pushing back against the overreach of the federal government. What better example would there be than Obamacare? Are you like most Americans? Did Obamacare, the so-called Affordable Care Act, make your health care more expensive? Does your health insurance premium feel like a second mortgage? Does your sky-high deductible prevent you from going to the doctor? Do your sky-high co-pays keep you from going to the doctor? If you answered yes to any of these questions... You need to go to a website called MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. When you click on MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, you see the big, bold letters, Affordable Plans. Save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays. And then that big, beautiful red button that says Schedule Call Now. You click on the red button, you book a free consultation with my friend, Art Wilborn, he makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage, and he also makes sure that your personalized health coverage gives you a plan that doesn't force you to cover things like abortion, horrible things which would deeply offend your deeply held religious beliefs. MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, affordable plans, save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no copays. Click the big red button, schedule a call now, book a free consultation with Art Wilborn, you make sure there are no gaps in your coverage. Save money on your insurance at MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. All right, let me ask you this. Does your financial advisor take the time to listen and get to know you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situations change? When you work with Jonathan Presswood, he focuses on what's important to you. He uses an established process to help you achieve your unique goals, whether that's preparing for retirement, making your money last in retirement, planning your estate or inheritance, preparing for the unexpected, or anything else. Jonathan Presswood can help. Now, what should you do if you leave a job and have a 401k or other retirement plan? Or if you're getting close to retirement or already in retirement? Call my friend Jonathan Presswood today. He'll help you create a personalized 
financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And he'll partner together with you to help your strategy stay on track no matter what life throws at you. Listen, we can all dream of having a perfect retirement, but how many of us will actually experience it? No matter where you are today, Jonathan Presswood is offering a free retirement analysis to figure out where you'd like to be and what it will take to get you there. And there's no obligation. Contact Jonathan Presswood, a financial advisor with Edward Jones Investments, today at 501-303-4844. Again, that's 501-303-4844. Don't wait. Call Jonathan Presswood today at 501-303-4844. Now, if you're like me, you can't remember phone numbers, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com. Just click on the link to Jonathan Presswood at Edward Jones. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. All right. Thank you so much for indulging us and getting those in. Uh, and I was tell you, I know Doc just uh, bought a car from Red River. Great experience. Um, uh, Art Wilborn uh, with myfamilyhealthplan.com. My wife and I just got our health insurance uh, through ARC a few months ago. Loving it. Uh, it's the best coverage I've ever had uh, for the money. And then Jonathan Presswood over at uh, Edward Jones, uh, we're lined up for him to actually do the investing for the show itself. And so uh, we are uh, excited. We don't just, uh, Justin Minton, uh, also um, the uh, Turn My Power On uh, the upper cervical center. Uh, we actually use every one of our, uh, of our sponsors. And so we're just so thankful for you. We've had several other sponsors uh, calling us wanting to be a part of the show. Uh, we try to not make the show just, uh, back to back to back, uh, sponsorships. Uh, tonight we, we kind of ran those, uh, back to back. Um, but we try to, to limit that as much as possible. Uh, so let's get right back into it. We're talking about the amazing uh, over 12 food processing plants or warehouses that have burned in the last month. This comes on the heels of Joe Biden telling us uh, that uh, because of Putin and because of Ukraine and because of Russia, we're going to have food shortages. And, and folks, listen, uh, these people... And talking about the Democrats are capable of anything. Listen, if they can steal an election and they did, they stole an election. If they can steal an election, then, and then we have GOP people who says, you can't say that. Don't, don't say stolen election. Uh, Doc Washburn, when he was on uh, the station for Cumulus would not allow him to say the election was stolen. And uh, now he starts off every show with that the election was stolen. Uh, and we, we, you know, if you have half a bit of objectivity, you believe that the election was stolen. You just you look at it. You can see it quite clearly. Uh, listen, if they will steal an election, uh, there is nothing that they will not do. And here's the thing. Uh, Republicans won't push back. Republicans say, don't don't say that. Uh, Mike Pence uh, yeah, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania sent a letter and said, please send back before you certify this election, before you declare it being certified in, in its finality, please send it back to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. He didn't do it. In, in, in fact, he, he ball faced lied, got up, talking about Michael Pence and said, uh, that Trump asked him to, 
to decertify the election. He did not. He asked him uh, to use the powers that he had and to do the things that were within the law. Uh, and and so then you have people like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who actually work for Donald Trump, is is out campaigning with Michael Pence. Here's a question for you. How many of you, after knowing uh, that the person who mentored you, that, that really put you on the map, uh, someone stabbed them in, them in the back and, and uh, perpetrated the ultimate betrayal on that person. How many of you would turn around and go run around with that person? Not one of you. Not one of you uh, is, is a low life. But that's exactly what we see the establishment doing. That's exactly what we see is the very people that stabbed President Trump in the back. They're running around with them. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is running around with them, raising money in Indiana, calling uh, on Twitter saying, my good friend, Michael Pence, and Mike, Michael Pence saying, my good friend, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, kumbaya, whatever. And so, uh, you know, they do not like, because see, here's the thing about Republicans. Republicans always want to look, be looked at as being measured. They want to look, be looked at as being, uh, the common sense and being the, you know, the, the adult in the room. But I, but I'm sorry, listen, when, when, when your eyes are being gouged out, when your house is being burnt down, when, uh, your very existence is at stake, you can't be nice. You know, you can't be a lot of people say, well, you know, I, I like Trump, but I wish he was more measured. I wish he was more like Reagan. Listen, uh, this is not Reagan's America. Uh, Ronald Reagan, I think they would eat Ronald Reagan alive uh, in this day and hour. They are so filthy. They are so dirty. They play so dirty. The media plays so dirty. Uh, and they are they're criminals. And you cannot you you cannot uh, statesman your way uh, to uh, and and. Uh, work with them like Ronald Reagan did Tip O'Neill. That's not happening. You're talking about uh, someone who is insane in Nancy Pelosi. You're talking about someone who is demonic in in in, in Chuck Schumer. Uh, these these are not uh, the 1980s. This this is a new day. These people are insane. Uh, Rush Limbaugh said it uh, over and over. He said liberalism is a mental disorder, and nothing uh, is. Uh, more accurate and true than that statement. God bless and uh, the memory of, of the great one and only Rush Limbaugh. So, uh, so I get, I get back to this, these food processing plants. So somebody says, you know, I, I can't imagine that they would intentionally burn down uh, processing plants. I can't imagine they would intentionally uh, do something. Absolutely they would. Absolutely. Listen, if, if you would on day one, you would stop all production in America for fossil fuel and cause uh, fuel to go up uh, two and three dollars a gallon. What would you not do? Do you don't think people that they would not have people burn down food processing plants and destroy food warehouses? Uh, and then the FBI is so unbelievably corrupt that they're not going to investigate it. They're not, it's not going to ever be traced back, uh, to them, not in a million years. Uh, and so I heard Steve Bannon say something one time, and I think it is so, so very true. And he said, you know, he said, I told President Trump this when he took office. I said, look, you can get rid of the director of the FBI. You can get rid of the head of the EPA. You can get rid of, 
uh, you know, the head of the Justice Department or whatever department, whatever cabinet uh, uh, administration and, and whatever big agency, uh, the IRS. But he said, you have to understand that the corruption is systemic. It goes down to the very core. And, and I'm going to tell you uh, what, and I really believe this, uh, if, if we can get this election uh, integrity reinstated before 2024, uh, then President Trump will win in a landslide. And I think the first thing that he has to do is he has to go in and he has to actually just just wipe out all of these agencies and start from ground zero. Uh, and and you think you've seen the uh, the the recompense and you've seen the the the, the demonic. Uh, response that he had the four years that he was in office, you've not seen anything uh, like will happen when uh, he is back in his rightful place as president of these United States. And so, uh, listen, we got a lot of work to do. Uh, the, the Bible tells us where the sin doth abound, grace does much, much more abound. But somebody's got to fight. Somebody's got to, uh, they've got to stand. Somebody's got to say it. I'm so thankful uh, for people like Doc Washburn, I'm so people uh, thankful for people like Joe Rogan. I'm so pe- thankful for people like Steve Bannon and others that will stand up and say it and speak it. Uh, and so I think it's so so uh, very important uh, that we do that, that we say that, that we uh, make those uh, proclamations, uh, and we we call an ace an ace, we call a spade a spade. Uh, we, we, we speak truth to power. I think it is so imperative, very imperative, uh, that that is said. Uh, with that being said, I want to get over to the tweet of the day today. And, uh, and so I want us to, uh, take a little time and, and go through some tweets. I always uh, love this, uh, time of the show, uh, when we start with the tweet of the day. And so, uh, we're going to, I'm going to switch over there to Twitter and we're going to give you the tweet of the day brought to you by Red River Your Way. Red River Your Way brings us the tweet of the day every day. That's the big old car dealership that believes in liberty, uh, that, uh, will ship a car wherever you are. Uh, they don't spend their money on uh, car vending machines. Uh, they spend their money on making sure that you get a great deal, get a great car delivered right to your front door. Red River Your Way brings you the tweet of the day today. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. Tweet of the day brought to you by Red River Your Way. Uh, we kick off with Stephen Miller saying, here's Valerie Jarrett posturing about continue to wear her mask. Uh, she says, looking forward to watching Barack Obama deliver the keynote at uh, Stanford Cyber Challenges. Uh, and she's, you know, got her mask on. Uh, wearing my mask no matter what, non-scientists tell me what to do. 
uh, blah, blah, blah. Then we see her two days later at Stanford indoors, uh, not wearing her mask. And she, of course, is with Obama and, uh, you know, the gang and uh, they're not wearing their masks. So, you know, uh, if it wasn't for double standards, there'd be no standards at all. Right. Uh, so uh, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. Carmi. Uh, let's see. Who, that was Stephen Miller. Uh, Carmi TTT. Uh, says no one cares. Give us the news on Giselle Maxwell. Uh, who are the people on the island? Yeah, isn't it amazing how that all faded away, right? Um, it's it's totally uh, totally. Uh, David Horowitz. I'm sorry, David Hans, uh says um, uh, GOP chairwoman, GOP leader, Senate GOP. The GOP is feckless, uh, gutless, no doubt about it. Um, um, Let's see. Let's see what else we have here. I'm looking for some some other good ones. Uh, um, uh, AJ Steele show. I love AJ Steele. Says the communists used to say, "Show me the man, I'll show you the crime." Make no mistake, the same exact thing is being done to Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene by our kangaroo courts. And if they succeed, Trump will be next to be disqualified from running from office. Americans be where and nothing could be farther from the truth. We've seen this for some time now, the weaponization of the judiciary, and that's exactly what is happening. Uh, sunshine, uh, so many things have not happened. Feels like just another distraction. 20 plus food processing plants burned up. Uh, I, last report I saw was 12, but whatever. Gas prices are way up. Food prices are way up. The economy has fallen. Uh, Swalwell sleeps with a communist spy. Feinstein has a communist spy gardener. Uh, but MTG, Marjorie Taylor Greene, is on uh, trial. Um, and so, but one of the one of the best ones I've seen, uh, this was actually, it shows a, a guy in, in, in a suit and he, he says the left uh, on his uh, on his suit. Uh, then it's uh, Elon Musk and he's over on the right. And it says Elon Musk. And then there's a picture of a blue Twitter bird, a little bird, the Twitter symbol or logo and a red one. And uh, and Elon Musk says diversity and inclusion. And the left guy says there's supposed to be uh, only one, a blue one. And, uh, and and that sums up the the left, you know. Uh, we're, we're not to have an opinion. We're not to be able to say, uh, anything, uh, whatsoever. Uh, B Rock, quote of the day, uh, this is the most joyful day that I've ever saw on my pilgrimage on earth. And, uh, I think that's, uh, that's wonderful. Uh, the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, listen to this, uh, uh, Oh, no, I can't say that. Let's see. Uh, I'm talking about CNN Plus not lasting uh, very long, but I used a really unfortunate um, illustration that I, that doesn't bear repeating, so I won't use that. Uh, anyway, those are your tweets of the day, and uh, I hope uh, hope uh, that's been a, a fun for you. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, here's Barrington Martin II. Uh, elderly black man was gunned down by a young black man in broad daylight in front of another black man. Two black men and a black woman robbed a man while he was dead. You want to spit in my face and tell me white supremacy needs to be a concern for black people? 
I'm done with black, white, blackness, whiteness, all basically all identity groups. You either American or you're not. It's that simple, man. That's, that's good stuff, man. That's, that's good stuff. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, that's, the <laughs> uh, this one's good. Uh, hey, we give you more for your money tonight, right? Uh, Brian Stelter, it's the libs of TikTok, uh, even helped inform Florida's recent parental rights law. If true, this is one of the biggest accomplishments of my life. I will wear it with a badge of honor. We must protect uh, innocent young kids. So Brian Stelter basically saying lives of TikTok are the ones behind uh, Ron DeSantis. And she's basically saying, uh, thank you. That's one of the greatest compliments I could receive. And that's the thing the left doesn't get. They don't, they think, because they think we're like the GOP because we're going to apologize for taking a stand. We're not going to ever apologize for taking a stand. Um, uh, you know, I had people tell me when I was in the legislature, I said, you know, man, if you just go along, uh, man, you could get a job and as a lobbyist, get a job, you know, in government and, uh, I'm like, man, I don't want a job in government. I don't want a job as a lobbyist. Uh, I want to do what the people sent me here to do. Uh, what, what was amazing is I, I ran in a swing district uh, that was actually pretty liberal. I ran against uh, a, a, an incumbent Democrat, and I beat her by two points. Uh, but my, my constituents were a lot of uh, Democrats, uh, some black, some Hispanic, and I told every one of them, if I get elected, uh, I'm going to cut taxes. I'm going to vote against the Medicaid expansion because it is harmful. It is rewarding people who do refuse to work. And I said that to black people, said it to white people, I said it to Hispanic people. Uh, I had more than one minority uh, who stopped me when I was walking away and said, look, Mr. Copeland, I want you to know I'm going to vote for you not because I agree with you. I'm going to vote for you uh, because you were honest. You looked at me and you could have told me what you thought I wanted to hear, but you told me the truth, whether you knew if I was going to like it or not. And that's what people are uh, after. That's what people want. That's why Doc Washburn is such a phenomenal uh, uh, candidate for governor. Uh, that's why Marjorie Taylor Green is is so effective. People are looking for people that will be honest with them, not perfect, not flawless. Uh, that's why Donald Trump is so popular. He tells you what he's going to do and then he does it. And uh, and so I think that is just uh, so, so very, very important. Uh, Katrina, the biologist. Uh, eh, I better not say that one. Let's see. Uh, Oh, here, Ben Owen. I, I, I enjoy following Ben Owen. Uh, he is HRK Ben Owen. Uh, if you don't follow him, do you think Biden is giving money to Zelensky's war effort so that Zelensky won't expose Biden's corruption? Uh, you know what? Uh, C.S. Lewis. I love these C.S. Lewis daily quotes. I believe in Christianity as I believe in the sun is risen. Not only because I see it, but because, uh, by it, I see everything else. Um, and then, uh, I really enjoy following Ava Armstrong and, uh, President, uh, picture of President Trump. I miss the real president. And, uh, if you'll notice, I never refer to President Trump as Donald Trump or to Trump. I always refer to him as President Trump. And the reason I do is because he is still the president of the United States in my mind. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, Captor is one of my favorites. Uh, 
uh, the Wall Street silver. Uh, this is an odd coincidence. 18 U.S. food processing facilities burned down the last six months. Azure Standards HQ burned down yesterday. Uh, yeah, we, we talked about that. Um, if you think you're having a bad day, this is Tim Young. Uh, Tim runs his mouth. Uh, <laughs> if you think you're having a bad day, imagine being Chris Wallace, who left Fox to be a star of CNN Plus, and CNN Plus immediately failed. Uh, the day black stopped, uh, the, the day black stopped voting for Democrats, their lives will improve overnight. No doubt about it. That's from Chicago, uh, Ray, Chicago one Ray. Uh, he's a great follow as well. Uh, Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Isabella Maria DeLuca. Yesterday, Elon Musk tweeted, woke mind virus is making Netflix unwatchable. Uh, today at open, Netflix crashed by 30 percent. Uh, so, man, good stuff. Good stuff uh, here on uh, the Doc Washburn show. I got a couple of things I'm going to run by. I'm going to hit a couple of these last two sponsors. And then I want to close out with a couple of uh, things here. Uh, that I want us to talk about before we get off. It's, it's Friday night. We're not in a hurry. Uh, so we'll just hang on here a little while longer, uh, longer. So hang with me here and, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, if for some reason I know you'll lose the, the live feed at, uh, one hour, uh, but you can go ahead and, and pick up the rest of it, uh, afterwards. So I'm going to go ahead and play these last two, um, uh, last two advertisements. And uh, then we're going to uh, delve into a few more things here. It's Friday night. Might as well, right? If you have any questions, maybe something you'd like to talk about, uh, drop it in. Uh, we'll try to bounce it around. Friday night, we're not in a hurry. How thankful we are to our advertisers. I want to mention a couple of them to you. They make it possible for us to do what we do. Like my friend Justin Minton, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton in Benton. Now, Justin's a former insurance adjuster who left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer, founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. And he has sure helped me out with the three automobile accidents I've been in since 2019. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justice team aims to bring justice to clients who've been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin Minton, make sure the Minton Law Firm always works hard for you. Whether you're in a car wreck, hurt of the job, or you or a loved one is suffering from the carelessness of another, if you're in Arkansas... Justin Minton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton and Benton, is here to help you. Just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-NOM today. Hey, I'd like to help you with some health issues. You have migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, acid reflux, eczema, problems with your blood sugar, maybe even hay fever. Okay, let's do a little test. Look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Are you tilting your head to the left or the right instead of sitting up or standing up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines, neck pain, and hay fever. 
Let me explain to you how it works because it's the best kept secret in American healthcare. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, reproductive system, circulatory system, even digestive system. And yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, acid reflux, eczema, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar. Do yourself a favor. If you're in Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted, because you probably do. You're outside Central Arkansas. Go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, and click on Find a Doctor Near You. And I sure hope you can. All right. Thank you so much for indulging us. I want to uh, close out tonight. Uh, we, we won't be in a hurry. We'll take a moment here. Uh, but I want to I want to talk about uh, how we can turn around uh, the uh, the election uh, disparity with with all the money. Uh, l- let me let me just give you very quickly, I think, a uh, uh, an insider's look at this. Let me let me give you a great example is the uh, uh, the, the race that we're in right now. I am uh, involved uh, with uh, with uh, Doc's campaign and helping. Uh, we've got a we've got a huge staff. We've got one hundred and ten people helping us. And I'm going to circle back to that here in a moment because not everybody has that. Um, but but money plays such a huge part uh, in elections, not because you have to have a lot of money to be a great uh, uh, public servant. Uh, but it's it's because um, people have to know. Uh, because it's human nature for people to vote for the person they feel like that they may know. And, and that is, that, that therein lies the problem. And so, uh, listen, unless somebody gets, you know, uh, known, uh, somebody tweets about them or somebody posts something on Facebook, uh, a video is, go, video goes viral or somebody really important, uh, you know, is vouching for them. Uh, what happens, especially even in a small state like Arkansas, three million people, 75 counties, uh, it's, it's hard, you know, to, for everybody to know that you even exist. And, uh, uh, Doc Washburn was the number one talk radio show in central Arkansas, probably, you know, 12, 15 counties and very well known within central Arkansas, but not known outside of central Arkansas because they couldn't pick up the show in Jonesboro, in northwest Arkansas, and even down in southern Arkansas and over in western and far eastern Arkansas. Uh, but central, uh, yes, and very well known, very well respected, and uh, will we'll do quite well in, in this area. Despite it being somewhat liberal, but the, the conservatives, and there are quite a few, especially in the suburbs of Little Rock, uh, that is where the, the, the preponderance of Republicans, uh, conservatives, uh, live. Uh, but listen, when, you know, uh, you have, you have, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders has 13, I'm using this for an example, uh, 
uh, and I'm talking about wherever you are, Virginia, or you're in Texas, or in California, uh, it, it begins with you uh, telling other people about those candidates. It also begins with a lot of people giving something, okay? Uh, let's just be honest. Most of us have have not given to a candidate. We just that's just not something that we do. But we're going to have to start. We're going to have to. It's going to have to start being. I'm, I'm trying to think of something. Maybe you never did. Maybe you you never. I, I still don't. I don't. I don't pay for. I don't pay for paywalls to be taken down so I can read a, a newspaper article or read a newspaper. I, it's, I just won't do it. Um, I, you know, I'll read it on uh, a free website, but I'm not going to pay. Uh, but I know there's things that I pay for now. I'm trying to think of something. Oh, uh, I, I pay a monthly fee uh, to have my car washed. I never did that before. I was just like, you know, I just wash it when I can, whatever. Uh, but, you know, I pay the 30 bucks a month. I can go wash it anytime I want and drive through anytime. Um, and, and they're probably getting to me because I, I probably don't use it the 30 bu- bucks worth, uh, possibly. I don't know. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But there, there are a lot of things where we, uh, most things we stay the same. We don't, you know, something we've never been, we've never paid for. We don't start paying for it. Some, something we've always paid for, whether it be dry cleaning or whatever. Uh, some people get everything dry clean. I hardly get anything dry clean, but some people, that's just a part of their life. They, they take stuff to the cleaners and they get stuff clean. So they don't think anything about that. Uh, but the, the, the majority of us that are voters, uh, and I'm talking to Republican primary voters that will vote in a primary. I'm talking about Trump voters. Most of us have never given to a candidate. Now I have because I was involved in, in politics and uh, ran for office. And so I know what it feels like to be on the other side. So that kind of precipitated me um, to start giving to to candidates. But most of us, uh, the, the rank and file primary voter, uh, because we say, well, that's what businesses do. That's what, you know, big money people do. And and so here's what happens is it's it's so it's like a self-fulfilling po- prophecy. You have a guy that uh, let's say a guy that's got a lot of money and he says, OK, I'm going to put a hundred thousand or let's say fifty thousand. You can win a you can re- win, win a Republican uh, House of Representatives seat in the state of Arkansas for about 50 grand. Uh, if you're a good candidate and you spend that 50 grand wisely, you can you can win a race with 50,000. You don't need any more than that. Uh, some will get up higher than that, but but that's pretty, pretty common. Um, and so he says, I'm going to put 50 grand in. OK, so here's here's Fred that works, you know, down at the factory. He's a much he's much more conservative. He's much more. Uh, in tune with the people, but this guy's, you know, with the Chamber of Commerce and, uh, you know, he's big buddies with all the economic de- development people. Uh, you know, he's got friends that are on this committee and that committee and blah, blah, blah. And so his 50,000, it costs, you know, here, it costs what, two or three grand just to file, not even to, not even to run a campaign, just to file with the party. That's not state fees. That's the Republican Party. It costs about fifteen thousand uh, dollars to run. You know why they make those fees so high? So that regular people can't run against incumbents because incumbents are going to get the money from lobbyists. They're going to get the money from the Chamber of Commerce. They're going to get it from uh, the healthcare industry, uh, from the gambling industry. 
and uh, from Tyson Food, from Walmart, uh, from Blue Cross Blue Shield, from Qual Choice. Uh, they're all going to from Stevens uh, Off Street uh, Investment, uh, Off Wall Street Investment Firm, uh, billionaires here. Uh, they're going to give money to incumbents or to people that are in their circle. So this guy with 50,000. So Fred down here needs three grand uh, just to file. Now, once he files, OK, so let's say he rakes together three grand and Fred down at the factory, he runs and he's he's 10 times more conservative. He's a Trump guy. He's a Trump voter. Uh, and here's um Charles, who is, you know, has 50,000, he's just put in the banks and I'm going to spend my own money. Uh, man, they're all kind of people is going to have him at the country club and they're going to raise money for him. So now he's got a hundred thousand. Fred rake and scrape got, you know, a thousand from his mother-in-law and a thousand from his, uh, sister and a thousand from somebody else, you know, maybe a thousand he had stuck back for vacation. So he's got three thousand dollars he puts in and, and so now still, uh, he's got a race to run. He's got to get uh, to get his message out. You know, he's just filed. That's all he's done. He just filed the paperwork and he's still not uh, running because nobody knows he's out there. Uh, and so let's say everybody at church and everybody in the neighborhood says, man, I think Fred would make a great guy. You know, he, well, you know, can you give him 10? Oh, nah, you know, I don't know about that, man. I don't, I don't give to politicians. You know, Fred's not a politician. He's trying to represent you. And so can you imagine if a thousand people give Fred $50? Now, in the state of Arkansas, get this. In the state of Arkansas, if you give $50, you know what you can do? You can take that $50 right off of your taxes. In other words, you could give $50 and it not cost you a single dime if you gave $50 in the state of Arkansas because you can take that as a direct credit off of your income tax. I don't know how many other states uh, are are doing that, but Arkansas does that. Uh, but let's say you couldn't write it off. Uh, most people are going to spend 50 bucks, you know, for uh, one tank of gas or, or uh, if you have a small tank, they're going to spend $50, um, you know, for, uh, you know, eating out with a family of four easily. You're going to spend 50 bucks. If you go to McDonald's, you're going to almost spend 50 bucks. So, you know, and you can't give 50 at one time. So you give 25 here and you give 25 next paycheck. But look, watch this. If if a thousand people gave Fred fifty dollars, guess what? Fred now has fifty thousand dollars. Now, what can Fred do with fifty thousand dollars? I'm going to show you. Fred can send out for fifty thousand dollars. Fred can send out uh, five or six or seven pieces of mail telling people who he is, uh, that he believes the election was stolen, that he believes that uh, Walmart and Chamber of Commerce should not be able to dictate uh, what happens in the state, uh, that mass mandates are wrong and that he'll always vote against them. He'll vote against any kind of vaccination mandates. But, but the only way you'll ever know how Fred feels about those things, if he gets the money and the only way Fred's going to get the money, listen, Qualtrics not going to give Fred money. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce is not going to give Fred money. Uh, it's going to be you and me that are going to give Fred money. And it's you and me saying, hey, I'm going to give Fred 50. I'm going to give Fred 100. And I'm going to get 10 other people to give Fred 50, give Fred 100, and then it grows from there. So I want to encourage you tonight that you add this to your arsenal. Listen, there's no saying if you keep doing the same thing, you keep getting the same results. We keep seeing the same people get elected time and time again. 
This time I found myself uh, giving quite a bit of money to a few candidates. I wish I would have spread that out over more candidates. Uh, but I've just made it a policy that every cycle I'm going to pick out some really good candidates and I'm going to give money. It's not that I'm wealthy or that I have all, you know, just money laying around. That's not, you know, that, that's, that's, that's money that is, you know, savings. It's not, it's not easy come, easy go, but I believe that it's worth it. And I want you to kind of start thinking about that in, in that, uh, do your research, make sure they're good people. And, uh, you feel like that they will vote, uh, uh, your, uh, they will vote your values. Uh, but I want to encourage you not just to, to rah-rah, not just to go vote for them, but I want to encourage you to tell other people about them. I want to encourage you to like and share, uh, their stuff, uh, that they're posting on Facebook. And then I want you to, uh, in, uh, endorse them. I want you to, um, to give to them. It doesn't have to be a lot. It can be 10 bucks. It can be 20 bucks, but, but help them and then get other people to help them. Look, I hope, uh, I, I've sure enjoyed my time with you tonight. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I'm going to be right back on here, uh, tomorrow sometime and, uh, give you another podcast. Well, this has been episode 134 on April the 22nd. And, uh, we will be right back here tomorrow giving you episode 135 and talking about a lot of uh, real good things coming up. I'm going to be talking to you about an article in the Cato Institute about Doc Washburn's, uh, uh, his uh, opposition. Uh, her dad was uh, voted by the Cato Institute as the most liberal Republican, uh, big government Republican. And uh, man, the way things are trending with her uh, endorsing uh, French Hill endorsing John Bozeman, uh, campaign around with betrayer like Mike Pence. It looks like the, the fruit hadn't, uh, didn't fall.